We're back. Hi. What in the world has happened? Um, Neighbours is coming back. What a gift. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to Neighbours. CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbor. I'm, I'm still in shock. It's a gift we do not deserve. This, this world does not deserve such greatness. I feel like I'd come to a stage in my neighbor's grief where I'd, I'd reached acceptance. Yeah. Which I think a lot of us had. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's like, what's after acceptance? I think that's it. I think that's actually the, like the, the rest highest. of your life. He's hoping Neighbours is on for the rest of our lives. Because yeah, we can't go through that again. Absolutely not. What a roller coaster. Absolute roller coaster. I, for one, would like to welcome our new Supreme Overlord, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, it's all right. He's, we, we actually have to look at him differently now. He's saved Neighbours. All of those last minute things I've done where I got basically a whole plane to deliver a Halloween costume or something, that that did yeah. this. <laughs> Neighbours is returning in some miraculous new partnership between Amazon and Ten with something called Freebie. I don't know what Freebie is, but I'm I'm prepared to fully embrace it. I'm fr- free V is a river, according to Alan Fletcher's Instagram. Oh, I read on um in one of the Facebook groups this week, which was hilarious. Someone saying, "Oh, you know, watch out, Freebie has quite a few ads." And then someone else replied with, "I don't get, care if it gives me mild electric shocks every ten minutes. I'll I'll be watching Neighbours on it." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? I'm with you, sister." Yeah. This dropped the other day. We're going about our business, living our lives, and then this. News happens with Fletch yeah. and Jackie, with with Carl, Susan, Toadie and Paul. Hey, Rugged look, Paul. Rugged Paul, but also really like probably the best Toadie's ever looked in his life, I reckon. I like his yeah, hair. Yeah. And he's, I reckon he's been hitting the gym. Like he's, he's bulked up. Like, Well, no, no. He's been a tradie. He's been doing like an apprenticeship. Yeah. And and as you say, he has he's grown some fuzz on his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Living in his, his new farm, the... Chateau shithole. <laughs> I love that they've all just become hairier. Yeah. All of them. Um, and we recorded this interview that you're about to hear a couple of months ago, right after the finale aired. We were in a whole different buzz. You know, we were going through that emotional we, we high had, and low. Had we reached acceptance at that point? Oh, no. No. It was still like, yeah, morning. And we were, we were the... The Tears Around Australia gif of me and Kate at the finale. Oh, which was rolled out again this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we were riding on that high interviewing Lucinda. And I just didn't have any bandwidth over Melbourne Hell Winter to edit that. Mm-hmm. And now... And Lucinda was such a treat to me. What a beautiful person. Oh, and Kate brought out an artefact that really just was a wonderful way to end the interview. <laughs> Wait for that. So I just thought, well, let's, we better hear this because we're going to get pumped to talk about Neighbours again. Yeah, and one of the things that I think is so exciting about this interview is 
I'm really keen to rewatch, uh, look, a fair percent of the last season because it was really stressful to watch it. It was obviously very stressful to talk about it. It was actually it was a horrible way to watch the what was meant to be the end of Neighbours. Like we we were exactly. having to like mainline it. Yeah, we were. <laughs> but also like. I've said millions of uh, mil- a few times that like characters would come in who were perfectly reasonable characters and you know and wonderful actors but I would just dislike them because I'm like why are you here just have Paul do a scam and Toadie make up you know weird things about wrestling I that's all I want to see and Susan Carl to get their blue box out that's all I want and they'd bring in like a new family and I'd be like oh really no but I can't wait to go back and watch those new families now. And having this interview is the same kind of treat. And look, we don't know in what form it'll come back. So apparently it's going to be back on 10 on the mothership. Oh, yes. Kate's Finally. Are, Kate's already carved out programming space for it on the air. Well, I've been, obviously, I've boycotted Peach ever since the finish. Like in that last week of watching, I'm like, I'm never watching this godforsaken hellhole of a <laughs> channel ever again. Off I the haven't. fruit. Turn the fruit off. I'm not even sure it's still on. <laughs> well, somebody asked me that week, Did, yeah, is, is, you it? Know, have, yeah, is yeah. it still on? And I was like, well, I'm not checking. So we don't know. Kate's yet yeah, carved out some airtime. She's halved the project. Yeah. I reckon, look, oh, you never know. Yeah, they're yeah. going to lose half their airtime. So yeah. neighbours can come back. Either that or it's like a 6pm slot. But there has been questions raised this week about it was on Peach and that made it a bit more risque. Um, oh no! It's f- it will be fine. It's fine. fine. But will we will we still get thruples on? <laughs> well, they might have ten. to allude to it. I don't know. Isn't what goes on Amazon, CJ? Uh, everything goes on Amazon, mate. I don't know. Look, I have Amazon, but I don't know what's on it, and I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah. yeah. We haven't even introduced ourselves because whatever. But we also don't know how many episodes a week it will be. Yeah. And look, part there's, of there's crumbs out there. Like um, Ryan did say, oh, it's full time. Yeah, his, oh, his, job, his job is full-time when he's back at yeah, work. So. But maybe that just means like normal people's full-time jobs yeah. instead of 12 hours a day. Remember when um, like Vera Punt, we found out she was also the nurse? Maybe Toadie's going to be like honey supplier or something. He's going to have three jobs. <laughs> so we don't know what's happening, what's unfolding. The poor cast were blindsided apart from the, the main four. We're, we're going to find out what rolls out and just we're going to sit back and enjoy. What a delight. How great. And thank you as well to Sarah from her new podcast, Leaving Erinsborough. She's gone back to look at the old episodes. CJ, you were in one of the episodes. Yeah, and I'm going to be – and I will be again. And I will be too. I'm just – I'm a hot mess. I'm, I'm taking on CJ's brand. But um, – she also spoke to Lucinda, so that's what as well motivated me to get my act into gear. I'm like, all right, because people are like, oh, good, the podcast can come back. I'm like, it didn't go away. It wasn't meant to go away. I just fell in a hole for a few months of life. Yeah, and it's it's fine because there wasn't any neighbours on it. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. Yes. We live again. Nobody carks it for long on that street, on that no. cul-de-sac. Well, somebody asked a question this week, like, are, are we counting, like, when, when we talk about neighbours' birthdays, um, are we counting from 1985 still? You know, in terms of, like, you know, neighbours next year will be um, 33 years old. Oh. No, 33? No, 38 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And the consensus is, yes, it'll be 38 years old next year. Because when it swapped from Channel 7 to Channel 10, it was, I think, off air for about six months. And we still count that, so... People were speculating online, is this what happened when it moved, when it got cancelled the first <laughs> time? Was the level of groundswell? Um, and also, tw- look, Twitter's in disarray. So, oh, yeah. so, yeah, we've opened a, a new Instagram account for Neighbours Pod. Yes, Neighbours Pod on yep. Instagram. Kate's already kicked off proceedings with a beautiful meme that she invented. Yeah, and all, all of us, uh, Jared, Vincenzo, Rebecca, mm. looking at deeply on our doorstep going... Mm-hmm. You're dead. What are you doing here? That's all of us looking at neighbours. I'm remarried. <laughs> I've moved on. I've watched a whole series of The Block. <laughs> and I'm actually sad because there's, there's a void in my life that needs nightly television, which neighbours will fill again. And so I've also um, reactivated, not active, I made us a MySpace just in case. Because <laughs> I panicked. I'm going to confuse Talking about bringing things back from the dead. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Lean into it. But also Facebook, Neighbours Council, come and play with us there, whatever happens to Twitter. Neighbours and Twitter cannot both coexist in the same universe at the same time. Well, well, if it comes back, you know, if Twitter dies, it's going to be, you know, the the second coming, it's going to be so weird to have Neighbours on without being able to tweet about it. See you on MySpace, punks. And Discord. Discord, yes. I've, yes, I've made, I have to read the rules, but I've, I've made it. I've joined. You just press accept at the bottom. You don't have to read. Yes. I'll I'll be going home and reading the rules, but yes. (laughs) The point is we're out there. We're having a great time. We're We're still around. We haven't forgotten about you guys. 2022 is saved. We are rejoicing. I'm wearing Josie's school jacket. I'm wearing that old crew member's jumper. I'm wearing the jumper I wore when Sonia died. (laughs) Represent. And I've still got. Artifacts from the Vinnie's online sale on eBay ah. from cast members that I was too depressed to auction off. But look, I'll, they'll live again. They can have a glow up on that street because they've got no clothes. Oh, there's so many props have gone. Oh, this is going to be so. This is going to be a thrill. I'm not. I'm not giving back the toad horse. No way. This is like a creative writing exercise. Okay, so you've only got four mm. characters and twelve props. What can you write out of this? There's, there's been a few gripes this week that with. Like, they wrote such a perfect finale. How are they going to come back from this? And the best take I saw on that was someone saying, they've written the finale, so if it, like, dies out in two years' time with no fanfare, we've had the finale and we can remember that. That's nice. And it, it, it's a, we, we had the great celebration. But also there's only one way out of that finale. Bat shittery. Oh, Complete yeah. bananas. Please. Nonsense. Give it to us. Yeah. I want... I want Hendo back. I want it, that to be all a dream. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. I want, oh, okay. My, I definitely want Shelly to break up. I want, oh, 100%. um, they I'll, need to break up now. Off air. I yeah. want, I want, um, Ellie back with a dry toast in the, the fart cave. <laughs> I, I don't care if it's just those four in a, in a dystopian future. Just Paul, Susan, Carl, and Toadie having to start society for afresh. An extra character, Paul's portfolio. <laughs> There's probably some DNA in there they can create new life from. Love it. Going to hand over to previous us and... Mm, back at, back listen, in the sad times. Listen to Cowden. And hope you're all doing well and we'll chat soon. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964. 
Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast and um, we've run out of episodes to recap, sort of. We're going to go back, going to do some stuff we missed recently, not that we missed for over decades. That's, that's, that's not right. That's, that's a tough time. But I'm there. I have a lot of trouble suspending disbelief. I have the pod squad. I have Kate, Remude on Twitter. Hi, everybody. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. Catherine Jones. And oh my goodness, one of the most esteemed guests to have graced the mobile pirate net studios, Lucinda Cowden. Hello. Best known as Melanie Pearson. That is correct. Or that as is as who I was. No, no, no. No. When we write quiz questions for a living and whenever we write a question about someone that's on air, a show that was on air, you write it in the present tense. Uh Uh-huh. So Lucinda is best known for playing Melanie, plays Melanie on which soap opera. Sorry, I nearly couldn't. I think think we know which show she was on. Which soap opera? Uh, I didn't say it was a hard question. It's an easy question. That is the correct answer. Neighbours. Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Because the idea is whenever you are, when a show is ongoing, that universe continues to exist. Oh, do I keep getting paid? Uh. (laughs) Wait, well... Is there a disappointment coming there? (laughs) I feel like perhaps you need to pat it out and make it slightly easier for me to deal with. But... How do we refer to Melanie on our pod? Our Mel. Our Mel. Our Mel. I love that so much. And it was quite a surprise because Kate has been watching Neighbours since she could walk, just starting to walk since and talk. I, since I remember, basically. Yes. So first wow. memory. Yes. I would imagine. One of your first memories. And we, Kate, CJ and I came into it late in the game. Uh-huh. With Mel. Late. In the 90s sometime. Late, late, late 90s. Yeah. yeah. Mid, early, mid, early to mid. Early to mid. Well, Kennedy's arriving was – I'd already be watching a bit by the time the Kennedys hit the street. Mm-hmm. So, um, Phil, Phil Martin, Hannah, yes. Hannah, all them. Yes. Uh, Hannah was Julie. my contemporary. He yeah, came Julie. to your reception. I know he did. Yeah. Uh, what about that? Okay, well, let's, <laughs> we let's worked together jump. on the power and the passion, you <gasps> see. Wow. Ah, with, with Julian McMahon? With Julian McMahon. He was my big brother. Oh, oh, get out of town. <laughs> I've just blown your tiny minds. But, I know. it's So that's kind of like like Danny Minogue would have been your sister-in-law. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, um, I was in the UK after I did Neighbours and I was hosting a show called Parallel Nine, which was a very weird kids show. And um, I don't know whether it was weird before I came on it, but it was definitely <laughs> weird after. And um, and I had Danny on the show, and it was when she was married to Jules. Oh. And yeah, and we just got along like a house on fire. And um, and Julian had obviously worded her right up about me, and so we had a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. And he was just divine. Yeah, gorgeous. But walking it back a little bit. Sorry, sorry. Is sorry. That we only recently discovered the wonder of Melanie, CJ and I. Oh, okay. And so you landed. I did. You reappeared, and su- and we were just suddenly like, Who, "What? Who? Who is what? Is what and is that? Why? Why do we need her right now? Why did we didn't know we needed her, but we need her, and why is she here? Yeah. And what a gift!" But I was like, "Guys, you are gonna love her." Yeah. And we did because oh, thank you. It was you were well. She's such a she's got such a joy of spirit. Yes, and it well, you joined during rejoined during the COVID era. Of I did production, so we were all down in the dumps. Yeah, and you need someone like Melanie. Totes. with coming with her crystals and make you feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Ha- yeah. Well, that's really interesting because I really wondered how people would that didn't know her from previous years mm. because, you know, there was like 30-odd years in between. Mm. Um, wow, mm. that's a big <laughs> whole lifetime gap. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I wondered, I thought, are they just going to think she's a nutter? Uh, not by neighbours' standards. <laughs> no, like seriously. He- heavens no. Yeah. Heavens <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Almost subtle. The, the, no, I'm pushing it, aren't I? I'm no, pushing no, it look, now. Hey, look, you didn't put out any poisoned shortbread. I so did that's, not. That's no. uh, only a bit of horse poop. The, oh, yes, that's right. Yes. There was a bit of madness there with the horse poop. But look, and yet, yet Mrs. Punt still did come to your reception. She did. But also it was still a mystery. Like everyone wasn't sure who had done it. Like it could have been any of those, that, that lot. I know, but Mel owned up. I know. She did own up. When most people And everybody wouldn't. were like, what? <laughs> but that was... I didn't bat an eyelid at that. I'm like, yeah, you know, someone put a pig's head on someone's in someone's car that's, once. That's and the mafia, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That happened in Neighbours? Yeah, yes. like yeah. Sheila did oh, it to Imogen. And Sheila did it? <laughs> yeah, and Imogen that doesn't surprise is, me. Um, a Jewish vegan, so pig's head was... Oh, that, that, that well, breaks Imogen, every... Yeah. The actor. <laughs> yeah. The actor? Uh, Ariel, we spoke to her as well. She was, was like... A Jewish vegan? She, and they did give her or the she, option yeah. of like, do you want to do you want a pig double or a... Do you want someone else to open the box? She's like, no, I can do it. I can do it. Amazing. <laughs> True. What a fantastic woman. So the people had paved the way for Melanie's return. There'd been some stuff. We, just before, I don't would have been, we, we call it affectionately Bum Island when Millsy yes, tried Bum to take Island. out half yes, the yes. cast. Fire Island. Yes. That's but, with the real name. But they rebranded it because the fires because happened. The bum. Yeah. yeah. Because the bum. Oh, no, I was, see. Like, the, there was lots of bum though, wasn't there? There was Millsy's yeah. yeah, bum. Millsy's bum. At least amazing. two. At least yeah. two. Minimum 2.5. Who else's bum was there? Kyle, possibly yeah. Roxy. Oh, oh, well, she's always showing her. <laughs> but look, the main focus was Millsy. Eh? Yeah. She's a dancer. Yeah. What are you going to Of course. She's just a... She is a wonder, that young lady. She is a wonder to behold. And she's another one that just swept swept us away because I didn't need Roxy at the time. I was just like, oh, I don't need this character right now. Like there was a lot going on and I didn't want some tenuously related little blonde thing. And then she comes in and is just problem solving and loving Fun. and she no, was, she's yeah. just like the energy of that woman when she left the show mm. I, I felt like the whole building felt the fact that she Aww. wasn't there if you know what I mean because she was just the most joyous spirit to have mm. in the building and it was like everybody the crew every person in that building was like there's no Zim 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 yeah, and mm. Mill as well. Millie love Chris Milligan to Millie. bits. Yeah, <laughs> Millie and Zim Zim. Well, yeah. I was thinking of him today because your entree into Neighbours, and we'll hopefully get to it. But you were in. A, it was supposed to be a brief stint. Yes, as, always. They always. I've only ever been written in as a brief stint. And <laughs> as was he, because he was a side character, like a yeah. school bully, you know, and. It takes a certain type of person to come in and just completely embody that character to the point where the writers are then inspired to go, what if, what if they do this again? And what if, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. not everyone can <clears throat> pull that off. No, no. Well, I, I think my initial neighbour stint, I, I didn't even have um, any script for my audition. My audition was actually a part that Toddy Goldsmith had played in 
Henderson Kids. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. yeah, so yes. I got a bit of script from Henderson Kids of this mad hairdresser. Yeah. Um, and uh, they oh. said then they had the laugh and that was it. Yeah. And it was like, okay. So they so had the laugh first. The the, no, yeah. the laugh said that was all yeah. she was. She was just a laugh. Oh. Yeah. So she didn't even have her own dialogue. You gave her a heart. I gave, I gave her everything she had. Um, I gave her everything I had. Anyway, no, I'm fine, really. Um, so so she, it said she laughs like a cross between a seal honking and a donkey braying. And here's some script from another show. So I was like, this is not an this is not an integral part. I'm yeah. feeling, I'm feeling it in my soul. I had auditioned for the part of Plain Jane, I had auditioned oh. for the part of Charlene, <gasps> and hadn't got them. So it was like, okay, We're I just, get our heads the part just... of the one that doesn't even have any dialogue and just has a laugh. Okay, how do we make this iconic? Let's build on this. <laughs> You did. You bloody well did it. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, so, no, that's all it was to start with. So, yeah, so it's about um, endearing yourself to as many people as possible Um, and making everybody laugh. She was iconic from the get-go, really, because you came in as the girl that Henry brought home. Exactly. um, So to his mum, to Madge, to Charlene and Scott were there as well. Scott. So my first scene ever was with Kylie, Jason, Craig and Anne Charleston. I mean, how gifted was I? And they all, when I did the laugh for the first time, they all just cacked themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you can swear it's like can I yeah. say yeah. pissed themselves? Yeah. Yeah. They did, they pissed themselves. <laughs> and they um and they just were like, Are you really gonna do that? Yeah. And I was like, Yep, that's what I'm here <laughs> for. Yeah, I'm, it's just a guest spot. How long are you expecting exactly. me? I'm not gonna do this I, for 30 I years. In, I do this and I'm mm. piss off. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's all good. But the, and the storyline in that was that they were so the characters were so horrified by your laugh alone that they tried to set you up with other men. Yeah. Somehow thinking that you were not worthy of I was not Henry, worthy of Henry. Which is bizarre. But and I saw a flashback to that scene and the joke that Melanie jumps on is when... You all live in the same house together. Gee. Well, it's, it's all right. We've, uh, we've got pretty thick walls here. <gasps> oh, Henry, thick walls! <laughs> he makes me laugh. Yeah, thick walls, good gag. I've, oh, got a to- a good I've got a toddler at the moment who repeats what he hears is, as punchlines. Like he just, he gets that we're trying to make a joke and he'll, he'll just walk around going, thick walls. <laughs> I was like, yep, you don't get it, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, but- no, it was a funny gag. <laughs> and, and it was because it was this idea that they all lived in the same house. Mm. This brand new married couple, you know, who were obviously, you know, mm. getting the getting it on. It's a very raunchy reference. Um, and, you know, Henry and Melanie were obviously about to get it on. Mm. And, you know, we all know that uh, Madge was a bit of a goer. Oh, oh well, so hey, look, yeah, she would have been on the be precipice of marrying Harold at she, that yes, stage. Yeah, yes, yeah. there was definite um, frisson in the air. Mm. There's a long history of um, women who are in charge of their sexuality, yeah. so with Susan in the blue box mm. and... Mm. Yep. Melanie and the jungle, juicy yes. jungle, yeah, yeah. Shop. Juicy under jungle. the desk, yeah, juicy it's jungle the shop. shop. You the got them onto it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. got Carl onto it. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. We are sporting some animal print in Melanie's honour today. Wow. Yeah. And I'm appreciative. I feel like I really have uh, 
haven't. Um, I've got a bit of stripes on. It's very unmel. But you I'm brought sorry. the essence. I, yeah, well, I do. I have eau de melanin. I mean, you are wearing <laughs> faux fur. I am. Wearing I think faux that. I think fur. that counts. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but I, I didn't even know I had this. So I just moved house and I just plucked it out of a box, and that's all I, yeah, had went with it. But you could have been. What I loved. The reason I loved Melanie so much as a new viewer was that she wasn't a punchline. She, she wasn't a walking punchline. And there was a story very early on where people were teasing her about her laugh. Yes. And Toadie shut it down. And yeah. yeah. That, that was beautiful. He's, he's a respectful man, our Jared. Yeah, he said, he actually said, I think it was something like, it's one of the, I wanted to honour it. I, do, I wasn't doing it to, to like, you know, take the piss. I was doing it because in your mm. honour. And, and I love it about you. I think it's fantastic. And so I think that was a real moment where she felt accepted yes. um, yep. by him. And I think that was, yeah, because there was never supposed to be a relationship yes. between us. This, okay, this is what I want to know. So to- we have a sting for Toadie and Melanie, a musical yeah. sting, mm-hmm. Sweet Melody by Little Mix. <laughs> Sweet Melody. Okay, how what what was the kernel that they started with? How did it become the fling and then the long term relationship? And did you come in? Did they? What it, okay. Tell me, so tell us. I ca- when I came in first, it was just, and I had the scenes with um, Jane and Paul Keane was back playing Des. Oh, yes. And, and there you had, was that, the, you had that pink skivvy. I had the pink shiny skivvy with the purple caftan. Nice. I mean, hello, it's going to be all about the fashion with me, quite <laughs> definitely. And Toadie's like, well, caftan. Caftan. Um, oh, let me get into that. <laughs> so, um, no, there was a Tinder date that happened on the second time I came back. So, in the first block that I was in, it was just um, for the sort of the uh, Clive and Jane stuff, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Jive. the Sheila stuff that was happening there. Schleif. Was that Schleife? Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm getting the way you guys work. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so it was for that and I think they wanted to reintroduce the character and see how it went down these days and whether it was the perhaps injection of energy that the show could possibly have been needing at that particular point in time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I think because Shane Nishev is a very, very naughty, lovely, divine creature. Really naughty? Yes, naughty. And he was like, okay, so when we had the Tinder date... Because initially the idea was for Amy and Toby to oh, no, be together. No, no. So oh, when Jacinta yeah. came in, they were like, yep, because they'd lived together before, they were in it together before. And they have a beautiful friendship. They have a beautiful friendship. So that was the idea. And then when they saw the Tinder date and stuff, they were like, oh, you know, maybe... Maybe, Maybe this, this could be a go. Maybe Toadie and Melanie. And it was like, and I, when I came back for the third time, which was the beginning of the, um, was the beginning of the affair, I got the scripts and I got them just before Christmas. <laughs> so it was just before the big break that we have. And I read them and I was like, what? 
I'm at least 15 years older than him. This is ridiculous. <laughs> we just call it a May-December romance. So they liked the way that me and Ryan worked together, I think. Yeah. Um, I loved working with Ryan. He was great. But I didn't for a moment think they were going to, after the adoration, of course, that Eve had, oh. that people were going to go for a Toadie and Melanie thing with a with a woman who's 15 years older than than him and all of those sorts of things. So I was like, mm, nah, don't think this has got legs. But I also don't think it would have worked with, I think Amy would have been like D2.0. Mm, I think yeah, he's yeah. been there. Yeah. That, that person from his youth that he, in his friendship group that was the popular girl. That yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I like that it's gone in a different I, I think I think Amy ended up being a bit of a, a woman child as well. Like she she's had this messy history with all these kind of abandoned children up in Queensland and yeah, I think I know. Which I, I didn't even know she had any children and then apparently she had like three, three. Mm. and I was like, wow. Okay. Mm. And I, I think there really wasn't many women characters that the fans would have would have shipped with Toadie. So I think they would have shipped D a little bit. Because oh, no, you know, I think they would have. Yeah, yeah, but I think it would have gone stale very quickly. Um, and so I think someone coming back from perhaps the past, but just that huge personality, because it takes a lot to match Toadie. And the fact that it came as a surprise didn't give anybody any time to overthink it. Mm. It was just like, bam, the reveal. Yeah. Because they're having a relationship. Yeah, McK- yeah. It was Mackenzie that was sniffing around trying to work out. Yeah, Mackenzie. Yeah. Oh, she thought. Mackenzie. Th- hello. I know. Mackenzie, oh, she she really, I'm surprised Mel loved her as much as she did in all reality because she did sort of, you know, sort of put her in the doo-doo a little bit a couple of times. She's like, uh, you're being bullied at work and what are we going to do about this? <laughs> that was a surprising friendship as well. There was a trio of Melanie and Mackenzie shouldn't be friends. Toadie and Melanie shouldn't have this friendship and yet there's this trio of mutual respect among them. Well, they're all kind of freaks, <laughs> yeah. which I think is – and I think that's completely what Melanie and Mackenzie see in each other. It's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're, you don't fit either. Mm. Um, yeah, and so there was a gorgeous and, – and I just adore Georgie I mean, Stone. She's um, perfection. So she's just incredible. Yeah. And the work that she has done, you know, in the t- just in the time that I have been there, from where she was to where she ended up, is like an almost, you know, it's like cataclysmic, incredible outer space mm. journey it's that goes from nothing to everything in mm. about five minutes. We haven't had a chance to talk about the, the Hendrix stuff oh. on our pod yet, but oh my God, the stuff she had to do. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, she was incredible. And she refused to wear any makeup. I love it. Yeah. Um, she was she's so... Well, her, her, her face like, is perfect proper, anyway. I know. She has absolutely perfect skin. Yeah. Hello. Easy mm. to say. No, I'll be fine without <laughs> any makeup. But it's such a, like, a Hollywood, like a real Hollywood it was. Academy it's, Award. It's proper, like, method stuff. And she was. She was quiet. She, she, she inhabited the grief. Like, mm. she really mm. did. And that's why you got that performance. It was just astonishing. When you say that they were all they're all freaks together and I think that's that's probably my favourite thing about Mal as a character. So all of these situations that she was met with, so Mackenzie, Amy, um, you know, even like the Kennedys weren't warm. Oh, yeah. Glass houses Kennedys. Yeah, she saw them all as opportunities Yeah, and she turned them around instead of, you know, that classic trope of 
getting aggressive or um, she did get a little bit. Um, I mean, she could have put, put poo on all their lawns. Really. Yeah, she could have, <laughs> but she put Susan in her place. Yeah, and I tell you, it takes a bit to put Susan in her place. I'm sure it does. <laughs> They're not out there going, oh well, Paul's a bit older than Therese. Well, hello. That was the thing that everybody else said. Ooh, was that thunder? Anyway. Yeah. Yep. <coughs> that very, was very frightening. What, that once was you what happens when you have to yell at Susan Kennedy? And, yeah, when you and when you. <laughs> that's <laughs> <what it goes. laughs> the she, ire of Susan. She didn't say, "Okay, Tony, it's them or me." She. There was none of that. It wasn't a Mel no. Kennedy situation. No, no, gosh, no. No, but, but Mel's so not like that. She would. She wouldn't. She's never been confident enough to say it's it's them or me. If and, you know what I mean. And Mel would she's, say they're they're like family to you. You should. Look after your relationship with them. Yeah, But yeah. also fix them up a bit. Yeah, <laughs> tell them to shut up and stop butting in on your relationships, mate. She did say that to him. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. But we're forgetting that Melanie was Mrs Mangle's daughter-in-law. She oh, was. I am forgetting that. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Every now and then when I'm explaining the show, because my seven-year-old daughter's been watching it with me as well, I'll point to the portrait and I'll go, oh, um, you know Melanie, she was Jane's auntie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I was Jane's step auntie. Well, yeah. no, auntie, auntie. You're yeah. married oh, to yeah, her uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was married to her uncle. I mean, so, yeah, so really, she yeah. needed to have been at that wedding, but that's fine. <laughs> she had a scheduling we conflict. We actually had a scene, a beautiful scene that was cut between me and Jane, between Melanie and Jane, where Jane came over to the house and was in tears and was like, I'm so worried that I'm going to be like the biggest wet blanket at your wedding because I'm just... You know, my kids are both leaving. I don't know where I'm going to live. Everyone's going to New York. Mm. I just can't quite yeah. bring myself to be happy and sit at your wedding with a smile. Mm. But that and should have stayed in. Because yeah. I was like, in. Jane's going to be homeless pretty soon and we haven't heard any mention of it. And her. we've yeah. all been there. We've yeah. all been there. Like, the last thing I want to do today is go Isn't to this thing. Yeah, absolutely. So she did. There was a scene that didn't make it. And what happened in that last episode, there were a few scenes that were seriously Mm. cut because there were so many people that wanted to come back into the show. And everyone had to look wistfully around Ramsey Street. Absolutely. So they had to keep all that in. (laughs) Exactly. We had to have all of the feels that were going on. Um, But some of the feels didn't make it. So that was one that I was really sad with because mm. um, Jane and Melanie go back a very long way. Mm. So I think it was really it was a really important scene. But um, it, uh, you know, I'm not director. Scott Major was blame him. <laughs> oh, we will. We will take oh, it out. I had a, I had a nickname for his character back in the day when he was on. Yes. Yes. Well, he so was. You, he was incredible on that last episode. There he was being Lucas, L- yeah. and as well as being the director, Kate, as well as Kate. Who you, was he? Kate. Losicus. Losicus. <laughs> yeah, so when perpetual we, loser, that's why. Uh, yeah. So when we say our Mel, yeah. it's, we don't just give everyone nicknames like oh, that. Oh, yeah, we don't I give know. people complimentary no, nicknames. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, most of the Mel, time it's well, actually, Lucas, Jane, loser, loser, Losicus. Losicus. Like not it. most of it. You've got to earn it. Jane also got our Jane of as course. well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I like the way that you guys work. Can I just yeah, say yeah. that? Thanks, please. Because <laughs> I can't, it's very hard to tell what people think out there a lot of the time. Um, I well, actually, speaking of cutscenes, Shane, is it a she- is it a chef? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Yeah, Ishev. he tweeted out a cutscene, uh, an abridged scene 
the the elongated scene between Callum and Mel, mm. and maybe if we because we've had Morgan on this pod before, yes. maybe if we speak to him again, we can get him to read Callum's cut line, and oh. you could read the two lines around yeah. it, and we could put it together for the fans. Yeah, yeah. we should. So it was a beautiful scene. It was I, a beautiful. I love scene. Callum so much. Like seeing oh. him come back feels like he's our it was son just coming back. So gorgeous. I hadn't worked with Morgan, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know him at all. Mm-hmm. And and I said to. Um, I said to Ryan, I said, I think, I think Morgan's my favourite child of yours. <laughs> and I've only just met him. I mean, he can say longer sentences than the other two. <laughs> but he can say longer sentences. He's funny. Yeah. He is so funny. He is so switched on, mm. politically astute. Mm. He is, he is a total winner of a young man. There's a lot of Morgan and Callum in each other, isn't there? Absolutely. Like, he's just as beautiful in real life as Callum is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When he did our podcast, he sat with three nearly 40-year-old women in an apartment on a yeah. Saturday night for four hours. Yeah. And we were – I kept wrapping it. And, I kept, he was kept, and I bet you were saying, this is the best Saturday night and I've had in ages. <laughs> yeah. And I kept giving him out. So I'm like, all right, mate, shall we uh, – he's like, oh, yeah, let's talk about this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yep, good. And he, and he taught us how to use our phones. Yeah, he's like, oh, this I know. Is, Young people are amazing. Yeah, the aren't timer. They? We the don't timer. Be able to use the timer on the camera. Here you go. <laughs> We should do it today again in his honour. And what do you call him? Has he got a special thing? Well, I think the Rebecca kids have fish names. He's squid. So we don't ne- tend to need to do that. Because yeah. 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 it's like yeah. Toadie's Toadie. We don't, yeah. You're not going to reinvent well, the that wheel. Was one of the other ones that got a lot cut was oh. the Angie and Mel scenes. <gasps> I love that. Oh. That gave there me life. heaps more of that. <gasps> there was a whole scene of her talking about Toadie as a baby. Oh. Um, and, and about how he'd drool into the food all the time. <laughs> And how he was a drooler and, and they were just laughing their heads off, getting really drunk at the end of the terrible engagement party because yeah. everything yeah, went yeah. wrong for Mel. So she's just like, doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Not that she really did. She just downed that spirit oh, in the middle of the party beautiful. anyway. But, um, yeah, yeah. So there was a beautiful scene that got uh, the top all cut off it. Um, the scene that I think they give the fish names in yeah. had a whole two or three pages beforehand that were, that oh. went. Because I, I loved it when I saw that scene and the, you know, how it wrapped up. I was like, yes, Mel and Angie are cut from the same cloth. She's, she's perfect yeah. for the family. And it was meaningful Absolutely. that she said, well, Sonia and I didn't see eye to eye and I don't want that hat to happen again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, she's clearly not the worst mother-in-law that no. Mel's had, so... No, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Who are you referring to? she had to? Nell Mangle. Oh, right, yes. Was yes, her yes. mother-in-law. Oh, I wish there'd been a reference to how little Nell was named after Big Nell Mangle. Mel. Yes. Oh. No. Or maybe... Um, Mr. Trick there. Mel's yeah. just suppressing it. Oh, you were... Yeah, you I wish the same we could <laughs> get a um, long version, like on... DVD well, I'm wondering whether there will be at some yes. point, well, yeah. like a director's cut kind of thing, with or all of those directors cut. Because yeah. people are yes. ready with their wallets out, like whatever they want to put out, people yeah, will take yeah. it. And do you have to do vocal warm ups before the laugh, or does it just it's just in there? Well, it was a bit like it was a bit like starting a car that hadn't started for a really long time. <laughs> well, that's perfect. <laughs> did, you, did you pull the choke? That's what I had to do. Or when you, when you go to the gym after many years of not uh, ever going to the thing. gym. It was like, it was like, how do we... <laughs> it was a bit like that. It's so, actually, but like, once, I, once I reconnected with it, it just was fine. It was just okay. How about when Mike imitated I her? loved that so much. Loved that like so much and he didn't need any help <laughs> a couple of people have said did you give him a lesson and i was like no nah. he remembers it from back in the day 
because our characters were actually really yes. good mates. Mm. We lived in the same house. Um, yeah. Oh, did so you live with Des? Yeah, I lived ah. with Des. Ah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Was oh. it? Um, was so it lovely? Des to... and Clive, I lived with. Oh wow. Des and Clive and Mike. It was like that's you know, why. How nice to have them all back well, as well. Yeah. She's there with the three bachelor boys on the street. And, well, and ba- baby Jamie as And well. baby Jamie. Jamie. Well, she looked after baby. That's kind of why ah. I think Des got her in there. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> For a babysitter. Mental load yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so do you think Mel – so which – Kate, wh- wh- who are her stepkids? Did you just oh, she um, stepkids? Oh, Toby who – oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Toby who we haven't seen in many years and one of your – Favorite characters, oh. Sky, Sky. Oh, oh. CJ's favorite, yeah. and, and yeah. friend of the pod, Steph Mack. Yeah, obviously, it was a different person oh, right, than right, yeah, the right. original Sky, oh, yeah. um, who is actually Jason Donovan's sister. Mm. Yeah, yes, yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so yes, so it was yeah, it was Miranda Fryer who unfortunately passed away oh. last year, which oh. was That's absolutely incredibly yeah. sad. Yeah, because she would have only been in her early thirties, I'd say. Oh my god, yeah, she was yeah. quite young. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but and that actually brings up the, the conflicts when Harold came back. He, right. he had turned on you. I know, I know. Well, obviously Joe had seriously bowed now to me, yeah. so that's why. That's jo, why jo that had, had happened. some issues, though, didn't he? Really serious issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Least, Can we, we talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he worked it out for the video video message, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. I know. What's going on with his hair, though? Hello? That was very weird. I thought I was watching someone from the Three Stooges. I, we, during COVID, there were a lot of video packages for people's milestone birthdays mm. that floating around. Mm. So I think there was like a 50th or a 60th or something video that for some auntie that we all cobbled together. And when you watch it all back like that, it is like that. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. why did... Oh, why did Tess not turn her camera around? Why yeah, did old yeah, mate yeah. not put brush his hair? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> so that's good. That's good. It all works. Real. Um, yeah. No, I think, look, I don't really know what happened with Joe and Mel because I was really surprised when I did the 2005, um, you know, when he went back. Yes. Yep. And I did oh, that. Yeah, when he was on with Hartman. He was on with um, um, Janet Lynn, Lynn Scully. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. So, and, and it was all like, you know, Mel and him had broken up years ago mm. and um, I did a little scene walking along the Thames saying I should never have married Joe, blah, 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 blah. Which, which doesn't feel like Mel because you can see how lovely um, Mel is with Toadie's kids and you and she I was know. with Joe's kids. She and was. I think so she'd I be just more thought, sensitive than that. Yeah, I thought it was pretty strange, but I think it was about the fact that Harold had seen Joe. Joe was mm. really depressed mm. and he was um, just saying how he wanted to badmouth Melanie because mm. he was disappointed with the way things had ended up. And do you know who I blame? Zolga. Because if you were, she was in London, if Mel was in London and away from her, you know, she can't connect with her. She, she doesn't like, know what she's they're doing. They're like therapists. Absolutely. You know, tarot readers. But yeah. I watched a scene the other day because I'm actually looking to get my show reel together with some new scenes. And, and <laughs> to open up the phone book of references <laughs> that you can choose from now. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so there was a scene at, right early on before Toadie and Mel got together. Oh, no, after Toadie and Mel's first Tinder date where she's doing the stuff with Paul Robinson where she's, oh, like, taking uh, his oh aura my, and my stuff. 
and she's going, she's going. Um, no, Toadie and I aren't. We're not going to be. We're not going to be together. But Madame Zolga said there were big things that you know we were going to do big things together, and so you know Zolga was on the money once again. Never doubt. But wasn't that a, a like all these little details I'd forgotten about Mel, yeah. including the fact that she and Paul, yeah, yeah. yeah. back Got in the day, yeah. yeah, it's a cookies and cream oat milk latte. Whoa, on the hard stuff. You're having a bad day already. Go away, Paul. D- don't tell me. Let me guess. Madame Zolga has finally confessed to being a con artist. When you when you do like the map of like well what we call the you know the Ramsey Street route map, um, that really made a big connection right there. That's yeah, yeah. Direct from Paul to Tony. This Absolutely. is and CJ's like holds a candle for Paul Robinson. So oh, really, you're like a bad boy. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like an evil one. Yeah, know? not just yeah. bad, but bad to the bull. <laughs> like, um, uh, not megalomaniac, what's to the other the word? Machiavellian. Machiavellian, yeah. yeah. Psychopath <laughs> is another word that not could describe him. That scene, back on Sweet Melody, there was a scene in Rebecca Law offices, mm. the new office, you just moved offices. But had completely transparent glass to yeah. the Lasseter's complex. Can you walk us through the big print, maybe, Lucinda? <laughs> the... Um, what we saw was Toadie, like, beckoning to Melanie and Melanie crawling down, ro- approaching his desk, mm-hmm. under the desk. Under yeah. the yeah. What was... I thought there was a little, <coughs> a little game of hide-and-seek going on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, just a little bit of office play. Um no, that was um, that she was she was going down to do <laughs> oh. the do. Oh, mm. but how did they? What, she had a job to do. What was, she had a job to do. What was your direction there? Uh, did you guys add some stuff there? Really, adding me? Never. <laughs> um, no. Um, I thought that's what was required. <laughs> but did it say? And then Melanie gets on her hands and knees and crawls towards. <laughs> the under What's a bit carriage? like secretary, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I can't. I, well, it was Gary Conway. And that's all I'm going to uh, No, okay. it wasn't Gary Conway. It wasn't. It was Chris Langham directing it. Um, it was Chris Langham directing it. And Chris Langham is a bit of a cheeky imp. <laughs> He's a bit of a cheeky imp. And he was like, so what are they doing? And I was like, well, she's obviously, you know. <laughs> um, and no, it was written like that. Amazing. Because... Therese had to come in. Yeah. Um, and so Mel has to stop whatever she was doing, if she was doing anything. I mean, there was a big cutaway, so we, like, it was, we had to, it was theatre of the mind at that point. It was theatre of the mind, which is often the best kind of theatre. <laughs> <laughs> theatre of the unsaid. <laughs> theatre of the unspoken. Yeah, love it. And um, then it led into this whole boss kink thing that Mel had. And everyone, yeah. uh, she was... Overtly shamed, mm-hmm. CJ. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So Mel had been in some relationships, some affairs mm-hmm. with bosses, mm-hmm. but and she was shamed for being in them, even mm. though. But the conversation wasn't about those bosses taking advantage of their employee. Never. Mm. No, I know. Or, or cheating on their wives. Mm. Or mm. cheating on their wives. So look, I think after the Joe debacle. Mel decided that maybe she wasn't very good. This is how I dealt with it in my brain. Oh, good, good, good. For good. Mel. That Mel decided, you know, I don't want to let anyone down ever again. Aww. Yeah? 
I think that's the way she thought of it. So if she only had affairs, oh. she wasn't going to be letting anybody down. She wasn't going to be manner. anyone's mm. stepmom. She wasn't going to have to be anyone's stepmom. She wasn't going to have to be anyone's anyone, really. Mm. She just had to be at the office um, hiding under the desk um, <laughs> and um, doing those sorts of things. So she got what she was requiring, which was a bit of attention mm. and a bit of adoration at work, but she didn't have to – she wasn't going to let anybody down. And I think – the feeling after she she may have let Joe down if that was what happened, um, or maybe she let the kids down, or she felt like mm-hmm. she let the kids down. She, I think that was like, okay, I'm not going to get myself into a position like this again. I'm just going to have affairs. And this this goes back to earlier. You said Mal didn't have the confidence, and this goes back to that she didn't have the confidence to take anything wholly for herself. I guess at that point. Absolutely. And I also think she had difficulty being taken seriously. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, and that's from the very get-go on the show. Yeah. She wasn't. No. Was so, if that was what happened to her all the time, mm. this is the behaviour that comes mm. from her being continually treated like that. But mm. also, we never needed an explanation on our end. We're just like, you do you, Melanie, and everyone else can mind their own business. And if you're going to go talk to those bosses, maybe have a conversation about their codes of conduct in their workplaces mm. and but also sometimes it was equals it wasn't always bosses it was colleagues yes and melanie's her own woman and can make those t- choices and decisions and she doesn't need to answer to anybody and mackenzie go study stop yeah. sniffing I, around mackenzie I, I think as fans of the show i think we all saw Toadie has been through but dragged through hell relationship yes. wise um you know kind of those ill-fated two um weddings to steph Yes. Um, having been widowed with D. Yes, and then, then widowed, widowed again with, with Sonia, with Sonia. Then Andrea, and then D Andrea, again. And, and then, then I was like, we just need someone who's fun, and yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it makes him happy again. And it was it was a good choice that they mm. just made mm. Toadie go. You know what? It's fine. I don't. Yeah. I'm alright with it. <laughs> and also, naturally, the children loved Mel. Yes. Yeah. Um, which was important, and I think the fan base needed that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there was also um, Lucy Durack's character. <gasps> oh, um, yes. Rose, of course. Yeah. We, so that was the turning point, mm. I think, for Toadie realising that Mel was serious about him. She, he wasn't mm. just a fling yeah. uh, and he wasn't just another boss. Yeah. And so I think because they'd only just got over that stuff when Rose arrives. Mm. In fact, they're still dealing with the aftermath of people not wanting to use Rebecca Law because <laughs> of <laughs> Mel's behaviour. So Look, I to know. Be honest, no, Toadie's got a lot of failures. Yeah. In his well, past. hello. I, 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 I didn't want to bring that up. His, <laughs> his Google, like the Google rating on and the reviews, would be mm, shocking. Good. Like so, I, yeah. I went in there with a the traffic fine, and now I'm in prison, kind of thing. So he needs to look <laughs> inwardly. My ex yeah, yeah. Wife like you need to look inwardly there, Jared, and um, mm. just not bl- yeah. cast blame mm. elsewhere. Because Mel, one of the bosses, one, the boss that Mel had had the affair with, that they with the prawns, yeah, the, the big, the big deal, <laughs> the, prawns. the big prawns, yeah, yeah, was a big law firm. Don't come the raw yeah. prawn. And Mackenzie was tipped off because you hadn't put it on your resume. That's right. And I was thinking, like, I was, I was thinking about that today. Like, 
I've got jobs I haven't put on my resume. And if some little upstart was like, why didn't you put this on your resume? I'm like, because I hated it. Yeah. Like, and I don't want you to call anyone. And because yeah. people like, don't want to read a seven-page resume. No. Get it onto I a know, page. I know, but she had gone a little bit too far. And, you know, in all reality, she was a really good EP. That was a, mm. She was a really – that was all – never in doubt. It was how yeah. good she was at her job. Yeah, that's yes. why Montana was like, she cannot work for me. <laughs> and and the thing is, is Mel must have been good at her job because that was one of the top law firms. Yeah. And I was thinking, Tony must have known that you were serious because if you were going to go from that law firm to Rebecca Law, (laughs) you were Mm. obviously serious about the um, top lawyer. Yes, exactly. Now, we've got to address the ceramic pig in the room. Yes. Uh, We brought the collection. Mm -hmm. I've added to the collection. Now, look, I don't know, listen to how much you've absorbed online of our, our connection to the ceramic pig. Yes. And the talisman it has become for us. Yes, I am aware of this. So on this podcast, it became shorthand for like the C storyline that was a joke, a punchline. Ridiculous storylines. Like when Carl blames, uh, he was trying to smuggle durians through, um, past, you know, through customs. <laughs> Border security. And he just, he, and they could smell, and he just flat out told the Aquis people, oh, she <laughs> shat herself about Susan. That's a ceramic pig storyline. And, the, and yeah. then he's like, Love she's it. got MS. And In fact, <laughs> and Susan, they bring that out whenever they need it, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Which, you know, when they, she's got a water bottle and she's in the outback. Yeah. That's when it comes up. Slash Knox shopping centre. Yeah. Which is the outback. Ma- and Melanie <laughs> did, was the ultimate ceramic pig to begin with because she had she was the laugh punchline for Henry. Yeah. And so it became, oh, this is a ceramic pig plot. And we're going to ask you because typically... Oh, oh yeah. Not, well, because yes. Carl... Oh, this, oh, still, even just to recount this, Carl ended no, up... No, I know about this yeah, one. Well, I mean, it came yeah. to your wedding. Oh, because yes. it was at your wedding. Yes. yes. Yeah. Can you tell us what you know of it? Well, I know because Susan had... There was a big thing about Susan saying something about the pigs. I can't remember what it was. And it was like what, uh, like that pig that... That pig Elvis. That Elvis, that's what it was. So the pig that he said that she'd put in the garage yes. and really she hadn't put it in the garage, she'd put it in the, Hard the rubbish. shop. So, yeah, so I was aware uh, of that because that actually came up in conversation with Toadie and Susan and Carl. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I was aware of their previous ceramic pigs. Mm. But and that's the original one, right. which I think is fiberglass, but I just shorthanded did, it. To did the they ceramic. have to create a new pig for the, the wedding? To tie, the, sure. to tie the balloons because to. Because it came back just pink without the floral paintings yeah, on it. Yeah. And it made me think, well, maybe they had to reproduce it. But I feel like it should have like turned up in Paddy Newton's hoarder house on the corner as well. Oh. You know, Mrs. Punt's yes. late sister, yes. Paddy Newton. Yeah, yeah. So it became shorthand for us and then it became a symbol of the pod and then when people were looking for shout-outs in the final episodes, yes. suddenly Melanie moves into Toadie's house. And uh, there's all the pigs. Yeah. And a few people have said, well, Melanie's always loved pigs. Yes. But they didn't have to write the pigs back in, did they? Well, I think I think they did. Okay. I think they did because it was really a big thing. <laughs> it was really a big thing because there were pigs all over Des's house. <laughs> and there were problems with their pigs mm. being all oh. over Des's house. So and because we never actually went to Melanie's house, yeah. Yeah. I think if we'd gone to Melanie's house, we would have seen the pigs. Pigs and um silks draped up in 
and and sort of yeah, some sort of haremi mm. kind of feel, which would have lots of crystal balls and mm. all of that sort of. I feel stuff. like it was heavily like furnished by Ishka. Yeah. Yes, absolutely <laughs> Ishka. Yeah, that's what it would have been. Yeah. I, look, I have to say, I did think it was a bit much when Mel replaced the cactus painting with the, the giant pig's head painting. Yes, so I thought mm, didn't even notice did that. Did anyone notice that the giant pig's head painting <laughs> had like a penis in it? <gasps> Because you, I, think I know, you put it on I social media, and I was like, "What media? am I looking at here?" And I was, I had to look at it a few times. And, and the first time I saw the pig, I was like, "Is it just me, or is anybody else seeing a shaft <laughs> with a blue vein and a and like a Prince Albert on the top, which it's is the piercing?" Because the, the dick pig. <laughs> <laughs> it was the penis pig. That's what we called it. Wow. Um, and of course, we never mentioned that when the children were on set. Of course, but yeah, once you saw it, you couldn't unsee it. Unfortunately, couldn't look away. You, it was like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it is. It was, and the art department had actually um, done some work on the painting to make it look less like a penis <laughs> shark. Oh my god! <laughs> so imagine bless, bless what them. it looked like at the beginning. I am well, look, you know what? Peppa Pig still goes to air and their f- heads are very suspect. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. If anyone from art department still has access to any of those pigs, we would gloriously display them in our homes. Um, I stole some. <laughs> are they displayed in no, your but home? they're yours. Yeah. Yeah. They are. So there was a really fantastic pig that had a um, the hand the hand towel on it, the black pig mm. with the hand towel, <laughs> is now on in my oh, kitchen. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, So the, and I stole um, a couple of the other pigs, the petal pig, which I used to call petal, mm. which has oh, all the flowers all over. Beautiful. Um, I stole two of those and they now live in my garden. Oh, I love it. And yeah. the, gla- what, what, the glass one that Callum yeah, brought is beautiful. Yeah, I didn't steal that. Yeah, no, no they they I think had, they would have had that. That was a hero pig. I reckon it was. New stepson, though. I know, I know. I just, I just left it. That would have minders that thing. <laughs> I love how that was like an LA pig, and all the other ones. Yeah, again, yeah it was. Yeah. It was yeah. totally upmarket. It was a Rodeo Drive pig, definitely. <laughs> but anyway, we have embraced it as our the way we got embroidered back in into the show without actually, well, particularly with Elvis turning up at the wedding. Elvis at the yeah. wedding mm-hmm. had yeah. There's no, they had no reason to bring that particular pig back. No, no one was forcing them. But what a reception, though. Like what we were saying reception. before, well, that was all Mel's own work. So all the food trucks, which hilariously had um, Shane Nishev and uh, Fiona, uh, one of the other writers, in the doing the pizzas. Um, in oh. the in the um, the ice cream thing was Jason Herbison running that. Yes, I noticed him. Um, so yeah, there were all different people in all of the different food Do trucks. Do you know if that pizza business is connected to somebody? Or what was the I, no, did they, no idea. Did they bankroll those? I mean, it was throw pillows it was a or something. Bloody huge bus, sorry. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. They Front were and all. Center. They were all. Um, yeah, they were all there. So, you got to work with Anne Charleston again. I did. Was that oh, wonderful? Seeing joyous them? and Smithy, just beautiful to see both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they were. They both have, you know, been great friends, and um, and it was just fantastic because the last time I saw Anne, I worked with Anne a couple of times in the UK. We did a couple of radio plays together. We did another play together. Did you, did you do pantomimes? Yep, I did panto. I never did panto with Anne. I never did panto. You always only got the one Australian soap star in a panto. It was very <laughs> unusual to have more than one. Um, and um, but yeah, I did a couple of plays with her and a couple of radio plays with her. Um, I never worked with Smithy over there. I don't think he was over anywhere near as long mm. as Anne was. So yeah, I was over there for seventeen years, and I think Anne wow. was probably Whoa. similar. Yeah. Wedding fashion. 
Well, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Yes, fashion. It took it till our second view that we had to like. That you realised it was pants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. CJ spotted it because we had to do a forensic analysis of all the outfits. Like, well, hang on, we can see two legs. <laughs> and did we? We wondered maybe Mel just was like, I want to be comfortable today. I'm not. Well, that's what Lucinda said. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was June. Yes. Hello. Oh, yeah. So, Melbourne, June, and we were on the back lot for the actual wedding, which somehow is always about five degrees lower than anywhere else. Right. In Nunawadding at that period of time. I don't know what it is. I think we lose the sun really early yeah. there, and as soon as you do, it just goes freezing. Mm. I mean, it's that, the that's, lake. That's kind I of like a, a spoiler for UK. Um, listeners yeah. because it's not always warm it's in Melbourne, not, is it? The sun all, doesn't always <laughs> shine on TV. Um, so, yeah, so um, it was actually Nick's idea, who is our costume department, oh, yes. our head of costume, and he loved it when Mel was Mystic Mel and I had those red yes. pants. Oh, yeah? oh, my God, the short film. Yes, oh, the short film. <laughs> but Mystic Mel before... After that, when she was Mystic Mel at the Christmas party, um, she had these red, exactly, she had these red, fantastically hilarious, huge pants. And I used to run into Nick when I had them on and I would shake my legs (laughs) and they'd go flap, flap, flap and he would laugh his head off and he was like, that is what I wanted for your Mm. wedding. That is a bridal pant. (laughs) So he found the material, that amazing gold, incredible material material, and he was like, okay, so we need to put a pair of pants underneath. So there was white pants with an elastic waist underneath mm. the... What a dream. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get to wear thermals I got that? to wear thermals yes. under my... Uh, so I had thermal pants mm. on. And then I also had a thermal um, singlet oh, on as well. Brilliant. So only my arms were cold. I know. Joy of joys. Yeah. And I got to wear white boots as Love. well. Ooh. So no heels, no sinking into mm. the... You know, and that's why we could run down the thing and all that yeah. sort of stuff, which was great. Oh, all the details were joyous. Did that take? I don't even know how you. How did you fit all that in? How scheduling wise, filming wise, hours? How many days, hours are we talking um, to get all that done? Both wedding and reception. The wedding was one day. No. Yeah, and the reception was another day. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's how it was done. There was a thousand people there. Yeah. Well, the the day that we did the reception, I think we had fifty four actors. Amazing, um, and it was just the one day, and it was terrible weather. Yeah, I've heard that. So that's that. why you can see all of us wearing these blue blankets the whole mm-hmm. time because yeah. it was absolutely freezing. It rained. We had to stop, and then we all went ran to the clubhouse and hung out there. But it was beautiful because there were everyone was there. Yeah. It was Terry Donovan oh, and yeah. you know Anne Charleston and. and Oh, I was because I had to read up on the old days, mm-hmm. and yeah, they they came to the street. Doug and Pam came to the street while you were living yeah, there. Yeah, Doug yeah. and Pam moved into my old house because that was the Clark House, yeah. the Willis House, which is now mm-hmm. the obviously the Tur- Kennedy House. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the Clark House. So it was Mel- Des had already left, so it was Mel that did the handover to the Willises. So you've worked with um, three generations of Donovans. Then. Yes, amazing. Three generations of Donovans. <laughs> Oh, my God. I know. Which is the best? I don't know. But I was going to say... Definitely. (laughs) It's such a symbol of this recent era of Neighbours ending that it was awful weather that day because it was just a run of... It felt like bad luck with just the broadcast schedules changing. Mm. um, Yeah, the... um, I just forgot all the bad stuff that happened. Like, all the... 
the like, it it ending and then the two networks not being able to screen it at the same time and then the yeah. finale date was announced and then it changed and then yeah. this and that and so it just it makes of course it was miserable weather on your last outdoor day yeah, of course yeah. it was of course yeah. you were all feeling awful on that last we day actually it what the reception wasn't the last day yes so the reception happened before the wedding so oh, we yes, shot yes. the reception oh. before the wedding. We only had all of those people for one day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was just the Tuesday. So I think the Wednesday we did the actual wedding and that was a much better day. So it's actually quite sunny okay, during the good. wedding. Yeah. And the, the, it was the reception where we, where we lost mm-hmm. the sunshine. Yeah. yeah. Well, but we gained glitter coming from a cloud. Oh. Yes. Oh, was no, that real? No. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about it. We've already said it wasn't real, yeah, but we but wanted confirmation. But I wanted to yeah. find out it was. But like my, my, I'm so sorry. My thing with that, you know, like how Toadie was running after the balloon to try and catch it. And I was like, well, you'd think he'd be a little bit more blasé about it mm. after having years of watching his daughter let go of it every day in the credits. And also yeah, the, that leap he does was reminiscent of him... <laughs> Injuring himself in the jumping castle accident where he um, okay. dislodged I mean, a bullet to- that was in Toadie his spine. Toadie probably hasn't shared all his backstories. Oh, there's, yeah. he has. The things he's told me about how he how his sperm doesn't work and oh, it yeah. goes oh, yeah. into he, itself. When he, when he and broke his dick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, wow. That's okay because I'm definitely menopausal. So there's no chance of children. <laughs> there's there's never room in Toadie's house oh, for more uh, kids. Oh no, well, there's never room in Toadie's house full stop because <laughs> there isn't 17 bedrooms. No. <laughs> but didn't you love the stuff about the on the houses? Yes. Like possibly four, five or six bedrooms. <laughs> Penny, you could make a nook. It's whatever you want it to be. Tell you what, every time Amy was whinging about Mel towards the end, like when Amy thought she was in love, I was like, you know what, Amy? Move out. Because <laughs> <laughs> this woman's co-running this drinks van with you. <gasps> and yeah. Mel got her face on it. I know. I love it. Yeah, I that w- was good. I wish we had uh, had that for longer. I would have yeah. liked that. Um, the drinks, Divas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And look, I think, you know, I think Jacinta and I worked really well together. And we, we had a lot of fun together. Um, and I think the characters were great with each other. Yeah. Um, it didn't matter that they were, you know, there was a bit of an age difference between them. It didn't matter. They but both also, completely related to each other. And they're both a bit mental mm. in completely different ways. She's 40 as well. And yeah. Like, who cares about age no, I know. Like Absolutely. Like, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. No, no. Like, I thought it was yeah. all good. I thought it yeah. was all good. She and acted 14. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, look, she's a woman child. As I said Amy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we should wrap it up and get out of the cold because oh. I was just thinking about the cold. We've, we were in a, still in Melbourne winter and we're all outside. Can yeah. I show Lucinda something that's possibly a oh. little bit... Oh, I'm yes. Sad. And by sad, I mean pathetic. I don't mean sad. Oh, yeah. Sad, we, sad. we were like, Kate, don't bring this out at the start, yeah, please. No, okay. We've got right. to have this at the end. All right. Okay. What is it? So I'm kind of, I feel they, worried. They did tell me to be cool, but okay. So but when she's I was a kid, so I have watched since I've I was got, a kid, right? Yeah. No business telling had, anyone to be cool. I used to like make my dad buy me TV week every week. Oh, yeah. For neighbours. And yeah. then I made a neighbours pin board and then I decided to transfer it into a scrapbook when I was younger. But I found it. Firstly, please, can someone get from the 1950s? Well, the book is because. <laughs> yeah, CJ, describe the cover, please. Oh, um, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Actually. It's beautiful. Oh, I ended up with, with a dog very doggies. similar to that. I bet that was bought at the um, news agent. That book. Okay, so my grandparents had like a mixed business, had a variety of businesses back in the day, and I have a feeling this was old stock. I and think it may have been yeah. old stock because it looks like nineteen ninety nineteen. Wait a minute, CJ, talk about the cover first. Oh, yeah, you've got so to. I want to paint a picture here. You need to. The back cover. So it's in a sky blue to start off with, and there's an old picture. I would say that that's like a fifties. 
portrait yeah, yeah. of a young woman and her puppy. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> almost <laughs> Doris Day-ish. Yeah. 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 A little bit of Gone with the Wind. In Scrap book. Oh, look, it had says. I known, I would have got mum to you know, go down to Kmart at the time and get me some sort of 80s contact. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Saved by the Bell. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And what have we, what have we opened uh, okay. to here? Okay, so I am looking at uh, this picture, which I like to call, um, the, which was my first ever fan card for Neighbours, <gasps> um, which I kind of call Scared Rabbit in a Headlights. <laughs> um, that looks like a braid as well. Way, it was a braid, um, which is the way the that… The 80s earrings too. Yeah, it's super mm. 80s. And then over here, Wow. See, I wanted my hair to be apricot. That's what I liked. I wanted Quite Mel to have apricot hair. Strawberry, strawberry blonde. Well, strawberry blonde. And look at this. In the, in, that was at the Melbourne Cup. Wow. Oh, there's some See, netting. There's a, big, a hat with a bit of mesh. They've been using a curling wand on your head. They, had, they did that. Uh, uh, yeah, they did that. Uh, uh, kind of like a, a, a mullet with curls at the back, <laughs> which is very 80s. There's also the delightful Jessica Muscamp there with a pony. And beautiful Linda Hartley. Um, and the and, pony, and look, Kylie. No, the pony looks like it's had styling to its mane, just I'm, like Jessica I'm in has. love with this Paul. This yeah, Paul. I remember the... It's it was, so it funny. I looked at that and I actually club. thought it was Ashley Paskey who played <laughs> Matt. <laughs> He's being papped or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leaving yeah. a nightclub. That's what it is. Oh, oh, oh can we turn the next page? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, Ashley Paskey. Oh, my goodness. You... Ashley Paskey. Gorgeous, By the way, man. Every, every little cutout has a little pen. Has a picture. And a pen scrawling of who everyone is with who an Who everyone arrow. is. Yeah. I love this. You see, these are all Melbourne Cups because yeah. Channel 10 would have the Melbourne Cup. So we all used to go to the Melbourne Cup. And Hattie looks like she's in <gasps> My Fair Lady. with her as well. Yeah, and Hattie was probably in My Fair Lady. Um... Anne Hattie was divine. She was absolutely a, such an incredible, fantastic woman mm. to work with. I learned so much working with Anne Hattie. Oh, it was how just wonderful. amazing. Class act. And, and of soon. course, Myra de Groot. Myra de Groot, who was in Bewitched, the original version really? in, the, in mm. America. Oh, wow. And so yep. she was Dez's mum? She was Dez's yeah. mum, Mrs. Mm. Clark. And she. Oh, she was the. Was she the mum? Yeah. Bewitched? Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. She was a mum. Yeah. Mm. That was a nice Channel 10 4.30 show for a while. <laughs> I know. <laughs> loved it. Oh, look, there's lots of – oh, look, beautiful Jess. <laughs> there's a lot of flyaways. Very bad perm. Um, Shauna O'Grady, mm. who actually goes out with – is married to in real life uh, Chris Adsed, one of our directors. Oh. Yeah. Well, she, she came back. She did. She did. Look, look, we've got Clive and Mike. Look, Clive, Mike and Paul there. Mm. Um, oh, look, Frances Bell, who played Max Ramsey, and Maria, who was – oh, God, what was her name? Dasha Bahova. Dasha Blahova. Mm. I think that was her name. Yeah, this one, you'd love Excuse my labelling here. Jane and Mother. I love this every woman. single thing about this. I wanted her to come back. Her in her fur coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was bad. Mm-hmm. Naughty. Bad lady. A bit of a Pamela um, Anderson oh, look. Jane, an ex-boyfriend. Well, actually, ex-fi- looks like ex-fiance. a porn star. <laughs> he was American and rich. He looks oh. like an American rich porn star. I think he could have been in The Bold and the Beautiful. Kate, I think we need to scan this and make oh, a plan. Oh, we totally do. I'm not the we need one to with a, a childhood neighbour scrapbook because people have been posting them yeah, online. Yeah, no, there's people. You might be the only one in Australia. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is... This is a cultural artifact. Oh, we this need should to be. Did this should be in Acme. Of course, work, I did. Worked with Bouncer. I got yep. a phone call in when I was living in London, saying that Bouncer had died, and how did I feel? What? Oh. It was so terrible. That's awful. It was like it was like, hi, it's the sun. <laughs> Bouncer's dead. How do you feel? And I was like. Oh my God! <laughs> what did he die of? Cancer. <laughs> oh my God! He was only four. He 
was really young. Oh, oh that is awful. I know, it was terrible. Gone and to some dark they places. Some, me to say some flippant funny thing and I was I, absolutely devastated. Tell you what I never oh. want to ever hear about again is dream. Bouncer's Dream, I know. Oh. They play it on everything. Oh, I actually horrendous. loved Bouncer's Dream, but I think <laughs> I could be the only cast but member also <laughs> that, that thinks that. Justice for Bossy and Audrey, because there should have been a dog hall of fame for Ramsey Street. Yeah, well, they they had the pictures, like, in makeup. Oh. There's all of our pictures. Oh, <laughs> hang on with Bouncer's um, makeup? <laughs> and No, not Bouncer, but there were the three dogs oh. on there. Three dogs that were there, and um, they were all, you know, in the Hall of Shame. That's what we used to call yeah. it. Oh, look at Daphne's perm. Oh, my goodness. But that is like, that's like Cindy Lauper or something. I never realised she was quite so fast and forward. That's got some altitude, that one. But I think we, Kate, it's I'm serious here. We need to scan it, make a bind up of it. I, look, obviously with some people I thought, oh, I'm going to get more photos of them. So yeah. They're, <laughs> they're going to have more. You were right we'll put some Peter current, O'Brien. He's had a very good We'll career. put some current people this in. This guy, though. Oh, now, he was in, Mark Stevens. he was in YTT. Yes, and I was about to Young say Talentine. before, um, Madge and Scott and Charlene tried to hook you up with a different guy to put yep. you off. Um, and it was, was uh, No, it was Joey Perrone. It was Joey Peroni. That's yeah. right. I remember him. Mm. I remember having. I remember having yeah. scenes with him. He was very good, Joey Peroni. I liked mm. him. Um, and this one here at the time was going out with Tina Arena. Oh, oh, get out oh yeah, Quarantina Arena. Quarantina. She called herself. Lately. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I used to love Tina before she yeah, came out. Quite a few people get anyway. got cancelled in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, hello. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, Mark Stevens, he was a fun kind of guy from what yeah. I could tell. CJ, Kate keeps glossing over it, but can we just privately print this and bind it and sell yeah. it to people? I, like, can we? I think this is like a fan well, thing. Well, no, I'm it a bit come sad back. because I, I remember I had um, There's more Kylie's. pictures of Kylie than anybody, just I, saying. I, I had Kylie's royal auto She's for a lover, <laughs> but somehow this didn't make Do the you book. notice that Kate opens it up to Lucinda's page and just hides, like, flick, yeah. flick, 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 flick. Well, no, yeah. I'm not going to start with, like, no. oh, I'm sure well, I've a picture no, of you No, I can tell that this... This was early, you see, because you've got all the Peter. Oh no, oh, hang yeah. on, oh. there's a Linda Hartley one there. Yeah. Oh, no. there's, there's a letter. Eddie. Is that a table of contents? I, I always wanted him to come back he as um, Levi's like relative yes. because they actually do look quite alike. Yes. Uh, well, for Australians, yeah. they're both brown. Mrs. Mangles loves Tangle. The greatest headline. Mangles love Tangle. Love that. What a fantastic. Mm. Oh, look, it's fantastic. Yeah. You haven't coloured in the head, heading, look, Kate. You know, <gasps> you should look after that because I reckon well, Acme would be interested in that at one point. Maybe. It is a little well, bit. Well, Vaya Pashos is interested in that. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Okay. It's first time I've actually brought it out because you were, there's a photo of you in here which we haven't interviewed anyone else from this, oh this book. Oh, my so. Goodness. True. There Gosh. you go. Uh, thank you for being so generous about my sad old book. I love it. <laughs> it's great. It's historic. Lucinda, yes. one final thing. We're going to yes. ask you for the ceramic pig of your neighbour's career, which is your favourite bananas plotline that's not, not a serious one, not a wedding, you know, just a real off-the-wall kooky thing. Yep. It could be a moment. doesn't have to be a whole plot. But your ceramic pig. Early on. It was an early one. And it was um, Melanie having singing lessons with Harold. Look, perhaps we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves here. Why don't we try a few scales? Oh, yes, I did those with Miss St. George. Oh, did you? Mm. Good, good. Okay, can I... After me, then. Okay. Do a double one. You've got to look at it for you mm. on YouTube. We will, we will find um, it. Melanie, we decided that Melanie couldn't sing at all. So <laughs> she just 
I had the joy of just going off key on everything. And so then she decided that singing wasn't her thing and she started tap dancing and tap dancing <laughs> was her thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that is my favourite um, perfect porcelain pig line. So was Harold teaching her to sing? Yeah. Or was he, he was playing? doing what did Gilbert he play and Sullivan. Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah, and we were doing three little maids at school. Up, we we were doing that one. (laughs) That's not an easy scene. No, that's why it was so great to do it so bad. (laughs) It was excellent. It was three little maids at school. Are we? Like when you came back, I was like, you do realise that I've always thought that Lucinda Cowden has the most beautiful, perfect name as well. (laughs) You think my name is good? I think yeah, just the way it flows. Melodic. Ooh, I like Maybe that. I we reined Kate in for the whole time, and then the scrapbooks just unleashed, yeah, yeah, unleashed yeah, it yeah, all. Exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you, what, you, can, Let you can play the, the inner dag out, Kate. Let her <laughs> oh, out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for thank you for taking your time after teaching acting to youths all day. Right. Yeah. Um, we 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 should we should find you on the socials because you're a gem on the socials. Yeah, I yes. love Twitter. Lucinda Ka- yeah. It's just Lucinda Cowden. Lucinda Cowden. Yeah. It's all its harmonics. Yes, it's just flows. <laughs> flows. I don't have a middle name. I always felt slightly annoyed. Neither do I. No, you've, got, you've got two good names, though. Well, that's what yeah. I thought. If you've got three syllables, mm. you don't really need a middle no. one. No. Yeah. Kate is remute on Twitter. CJ. CJ, the hot mess mum, on Instagram and TikTok. We're neighbours, pod. We're still kicking around. We live on. We live on like one of Toadie's exes. Plastered on the mural. Thanks for listening, gang. Speak soon. Bye. Bye.